Hey everybody, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 195 of the Life Made to Order podcast. The law of attraction and one of our biggest sources of attachment. Attachment. It's a big problem with manifesting. I'm sure you all know, right? Because the more attached you are to something happening, the harder it is to actually make it happen. Your mind doesn't understand this though. Because your mind, in the world of making things happen through action... What drives attachment, your mind sees as valuable because we often uh, take actions in a painful force kind of way to try to get our stuff. So that pain's a great motivator. The pain's what keeps us going. The pain is what makes it worth more pain if we think, well, all this painful hard work and struggle and whatever and forcing will get me what I want. And then if that takes away this original source of the pain that comes from not having the thing and then I get the thing and I feel better, then I'll put myself through all of this shit, right? But in the world of energy the attachment and where the attachment's coming from, the need and all of that stuff doesn't serve any purpose. We see it being attached to things and that that ugh, feeling of like feeling we need something to be happy. In the world of manifesting it through energetic alignment, right, serves no purpose. So, but I'm getting a little off topic there. So we see, right, attachment in the world of energy is going to be a problem. The more you feel like you need something, the harder it is to let it in your life. The more you notice the absence of something and you try to manifest it from that space of, I feel this lack and I want it, again, it's harder to let it in our lives. It's, it's uh, Intellectually, we understand the attachment is a problem, but uh, putting it into practice and energetically, like really releasing the attachment on that emotional level, it's challenging because like I said, your mind sees value in it. Your mind's afraid if you're not miserable without what you want, then you're going to give up on it. Your mind's afraid. Again, it's that action paradigm. The pain is a great motivator. Your mind sees it as serving a positive purpose. It doesn't understand that the creating change through energy, energetic alignment as like the core, it doesn't see how that just doesn't translate. So what is one of this biggest source of, of attachment? And that source of attachment is, for most of us, for most things we want, the thing we want, not only do we want that thing, we usually want that thing, not just for the thing itself, but because we see getting that thing as a condition to getting other stuff. It's kind of this like gateway linchpin sort of manifestation. Without this, the whole thing comes tumbling down and then nothing can happen. Now, technically, we could say that about all manifestations because most of us are manifestations. We believe our happiness is conditional on getting them. So technically, we could say that about everything. But what I'm talking about more is manifestations that are, you believe, getting this, uh, getting other things hinge on getting this other specific thing. Like, I'm not talking about general happiness. But again, technically, this applies to all manifestations because we think we need to get all these things or else we can't be happy. So if we view a manifestation as this you know, this linchpin to getting all these other things, like this one thing happens and then I'll open the door to everything else. Of course, we're going to feel even more attached to getting it because we see without this thing, the 50 other things I want in my life just can't happen. This thing needs to happen first and then that'll get the ball rolling and then I'll get all my other stuff. Uh, a couple of examples of this, uh, weight loss could be a good example. You are, you know, you don't like how your body looks. You think you need to lose weight and your mind is telling you that the weight loss is the key to everything else because when you lose the weight, 
You can't get a boyfriend until you lose the weight. If you lose the weight, you'll feel so much more confident and better about yourself. And then you'll finally be able to get the better job. You'll finally be able to uh, do this thing or that thing that you've been holding back on because you feel bad about yourself and you don't want to put yourself out in the world and bring attention to yourself. So if you lose the weight, magic, right? That's where the magic happens. You'll get the boyfriend. You'll get the better job. You'll just be happier in general because, you know, every the whole world will open up to you because you look better. The world will respond to you better. You'll feel better about yourself and you'll walk through the world with your head held higher and you'll have more confidence. So now in your mind, your mind thinks that losing that weight is the key to everything. It's not just about the weight itself and just wanting the better body or wanting to be healthier. The better body, the thinner body, the body with less fat on it, that's going to get you the whole enchilada, the whole package. So of course you're going to be as attached as hell to losing that weight because your mind thinks if I don't lose this weight, I get none of those things. I'm, I'm too unattractive uh, this way. I look gross. I feel so bad about my body. I can't open myself up and date. No one's going to want to date me. This industry I want to go in, I can't work that way looking like this, or I can't do this thing or that thing. I can't put myself out there in these different ways and have all these experiences. I feel too self-conscious about how I look. I need to lose that weight. I need to get the new body. And then all this other stuff will happen. And for a lot of us, that's what's happening with a lot of these things that we want. Not only do we want the thing in and of itself, We start to realize that we're hinging that manifestation. We're looking to that manifestation to open the door to make all these other things possible. And if that thing doesn't happen first, then all these other things can't happen. Now imagine that because just one manifestation in and of itself, our mind convinces us that we'll feel so much better with if we get it, that we're so miserable because of this one problem. Now imagine that your mind links that problem to 20 other problems in your life. Your mind links the lack of that thing to the lack of 10 other things in your life. How much more attached are you going to be to that thing happening? Money is another good example too. We think money, um, we, you know, money's a thing here. It's a primary means of exchange. However, that originated, right? That's just the the reality we're dealing with. It's pretty important to us humans. You use it to get a lot of stuff you want and need. Again, primary means of exchange. So if you see money as the linchpin to all these amazing things you want to do that you can't possibly be happy unless you get to do them, of course, you're going to feel super, super attached to money. Because you're like, if I don't get this money, I can't do this. I can't do that. I won't be able to travel. I won't be able to move out of my parents' house. I won't be able to do this thing or that thing. So again, not only do we want the one thing in and of itself, but we tie that to getting all of these other things. And without this thing, none of those other things can happen. And it's the same with the weight. Imagine how much more attached you're going to be to something if you think that the lack of this one thing means you're going to be lacking 50 other things as well. If I don't solve this one problem, I'm going to have uh, 50 other problems too that are never going to get solved. This thing needs to happen. I need to get this money. I need to lose this weight. I need this thing. I need that thing. And for a lot of us, you might not realize that you link one manifestation to all these other things. 
Some of you, it might be very obvious. You might be like, yeah, you know, I've always told myself I'll never really probably get a great boyfriend until I lose 20 pounds. I'm, I'm pretty well aware of that. But for a lot of us, we might not realize where these, these, we have these conditional manifestations and where that attachment is coming from. As, but if you were to stop and think about it, you would see that you're linking that thing happening to the pos- that that has to happen first for all these other things to open up to you. And that's not true. There's never any condition that has to be met for one one thing to happen. Then that thing has to happen. You know what I mean? Like you can get a boyfriend no matter what you look like. You can work in any industry you want no matter what you look like. You can move through the world and do whatever you want no matter what you look like. A lot of the things you think you need money for, you probably don't. Because when you're, because what you're real, when you realize that, you're looking for the money to have the experiences or this thing or that thing. But why do you want the experiences? Because you want the feelings. So there's always countless ways to do things that will create the feelings you're looking for. Now, when I say that, I know what the mind hears. The mind hears will just give up on the specific things you want, give up on the money and settle for some other uh, experience that kind of feels the same. And then your mind's like, no, I don't want to do that, right? And then the resistance builds up because your mind, when your mind uh, hears about these, this, these ideas of what you're really after, it hears like, don't, uh, don't try to manifest these specific things, give up on this thing and just settle for something else. And that's not what I'm saying. But what the point I'm making is when you recognize what you're ultimately after with the money, especially you want it for this thing or that thing. Why do you want those other things? The deeper you go, it's never about the experience. It's never, ever about what's on the surface. It's never about the physical manifestation. It's always about something deeper. So your mind will tell you, well, no, that's not true because I want uh, to do this. I need money to do that. So that's not true. But again, what you want the money for is not what you actually want. And again, I want to stress it. I'm not telling you to give up on these, these experiences you want to have, give up on the traveling or give up on this thing or that thing. But I, but when you can remember at the end of the day, what you're really after on the deepest level, no condition ever needs to be met first externally to make that happen. It's always there's a countless ways to make it happen. There's a lot of things you might want right now that you think will cost money, but then you can find a way to do it with less money or no money at all. A good example is traveling. Uh, I mean, I've, I've talked about this before. Uh, me and my husband, we do a lot of house sitting when we travel. Now, we don't do it for financial reasons. Like, well, we can't afford to buy places, so then we have to stay places for free. It's just a great way to travel. It brings us to interesting places. It might bring me to a type of house I probably wouldn't pay for myself to rent for two of us. I wouldn't rent a five-bedroom house probably for two people. But if I can go stay in one for free, sure, why not? So we house sit for a lot of reasons that really have nothing to do with money. Now, because of the house sitting... We travel and spend a lot less money than people would have would think that you'd have to spend. So my, my point in bringing that example is a lot of things that you think might cost a certain amount of money, there might be a way to do it cheaper. Something you think you have to pay for, you manifest it for free somehow. So again, my point is a lot of the stuff you want, your mind will convince you that a certain condition must be met. A very specific thing must happen first probably. But it's not true. It's never really true. Nothing needs to happen first because there's so many other ways that these things can come in your life without a certain condition being met. Like the money, you think you might need money for something, but you end up not needing it. You get it for free or there's a trade or an ex- or something happens, right? 
the stuff with the weight loss. Your mind tells you, well, I can't uh, get what I want until I, I lose the weight. No one will want me. That's not true. People of all shapes, sizes, levels of attractiveness have partners. It's not just skinny supermodels that are pairing up, right? The quote unquote beautiful people. Most of us are average looking. Most of us are nothing special in that department, right? And everyone's pairing up and, and dating and getting married and it's fine. So you want to be careful when you're looking to a manifestation as a condition, as a linchpin for all of these other things, because that's going to create even more attachment than if you just wanted the one thing for the sake of itself, which is actually probably pretty rare when you think about it. I imagine most manifestations, you probably could even go, you know, you probably think of at least one other thing, even if it's a small thing that you think that hinges on this other thing happening first. So of course, when you think one thing is the key to 50 other things happening for you, especially when these other things are other big things that are just as important or maybe even more important to you, that attachment level is just going to uh, increase exponentially. And again, on an energy level, attachment does us no favors. Hating your body might work in the world of action, Forcing you to exercise, freaking torturing yourself with like super intense exercise and some super strict complicated eating plan that'll motivate all of that painful, that painful journey. But energetically, trying to lose weight from a process through the energetic alignment, hating your body and hating how you look and thinking you're that disgusting pig, energetically, it's not going to help you, right? So energetically, attachment dissatisfaction with where you are now, being driven by what you don't have, all of this disc, all of that energetically, right? It just, it, it's a big problem. So that's something to think about. Do I see my manifestation as a condition to getting all of this other stuff? If you feel really attached to something happening, you want to examine it. Is it just about the thing in of itself? Which even if it's just the one thing, you still want to work on it anyway. But it's especially important if you think that this manifestation is the key to getting six other manifestations. This solving this one problem is the key to solving the other 20 problems you have in your life. And if we don't get things right here, if I don't find a way to get this, if I don't find a way to make this work, then all this other stuff goes to shit too. And oh my God, what's going to happen then? Remember, there's no, nothing, no condition must be met first for something else to happen. There's a million ways something can happen for you that doesn't involve whatever this other thing is. There's all lots of other ways that you can get what you ultimately seek that might not have, that have nothing to do with that specific representation of the manifestation, that specific experience. What you're ultimately after is always feelings. There's countless ways to get the feeling. Nothing needs to change in your life first. No condition must be met first. And like I said, when I say that, I know the mind hears, your mind interprets that as like, well, just, you know, don't want anything specific and don't try and give up and be okay with how things are now. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. But what I am saying is your mind's idea of this process, how your mind works with a a teaching like this is it gets very attached to very specific things and trying to force and manipulate. And it believes that certain things has to happen. It thinks, well, the law of attraction is all about manipulating reality. And I want to manifest this specific thing. And according to the law of attraction, I can get whatever I want. So I'm going to try to get this one thing. This is what I want. And a lot of you have seen that's a very painful uh, way to go about it. It closes you off to even better representations probably of what you want than the, the kind of probably bottom of the barrel, you know, whatever thing your mind is settling on or whatever the case may be. 
So think about that. Is any of your attachment to any of the things you want? Do you see this manifestation as a condition to, as a condition to getting other things that you want to that are probably just as important to you? And you're just as freaked out about, about not having, and then you're even freaking yourself out even more to think of this one thing doesn't happen. None of the other stuff could ever, ever happen either for me. And oh my God, where does that leave me? What's going to become of me? And I know that sounds dramatic, but that's how the mind gets. Your mind is like, your mind is so convinced that your outside circumstances are the true deepest root of your uh, emotional discord that the amount of attachment it has to these manifestations, like, and I'm sure a lot of you, as you get more into this teaching and you get more, um, you know, more comfortable uh, exploring your inner world and getting more comfortable examining your thoughts and feelings and actually have that greater awareness of what's happening in your mind. You see how the mind functions is just, you know, there's a reason I talk about the mind a lot with this work because the mind and how it operates is the root of every ounce of energetic discord that we're contending with as humans. Fear, attachment, uh, anxiety, self-sabotage, all these different things, all these different energetic, ugh, that kind of get us out of the flow of the process, the flow of the, how manifesting works. It's all coming from the mind. So when we understand how the mind works, when we have a greater idea of what the mind is doing, when we understand more and more how the mind operates is never going to get us where we want to be. It gets much easier to break free of its death grip on you and your energy because you see that oh, if I keep operating this way, I'm never going to get any of these things I want. All this emotional healing, it's never going to happen. All of these changes I want, never going to happen. My mind won't let me make them. All of the energetic internal shifts I need to make to get where I want to be, to open me up to this amazing assistance that I can get from the universe, open me up to this amazing, seemingly magical process, that is going to help me manifest better things into my life, help me live the life I deserve. Oh yeah, if I keep doing things my mind's way, never going to happen. So that's why I talk about it a lot. Because again, when you understand that it's the root of all the discord and you see how it's bringing you further and further away from where you want to go, you're going to have this, these epiphanies every so often. It's going to come in. It's not going to happen all at once. But every once in a while, you're going to have these really strong insights about what the mind is doing. You're going to kind of have this like third-party observer kind of stance. And like you're going to see, you'll see what it's doing. And you're like, oh my God, like why am I, why would I let it rule me for so long? Why did I let it try to rule this process when it has no idea how any of this works? And here's, again, this is one of the biggest sources of discord, that attachment to a particular manifestation, not just the one thing itself you want, but more likely you want it because you see it as a condition for getting all of these other things. It's this linchpin. It's this necessary piece of the puzzle. And without it, everything goes to shit. And then, of course, you're going to freak out. And, of course, you're going to be super attached to something that you believe is like the true key to your happiness. And unless this thing happens, all the other good things you want in your life can never happen for you either. But remember, that's not true. And like I said before, technically every manifestation we want probably falls into this category. So we see all of these things as a condition uh, that needs to be met to be happy in general. So this is just something to keep in mind, you know, just in general. Like, what are you looking for this manifestation to fix in your life? What emotional pain are you looking for it to fix? Because if we didn't have any of that driving us, we would have no attachment to any of the things we want. Because you wouldn't care. 
Because the way humans operate is most of us, the stuff we want, it's, it's not really a, pre- a, a, it's not really a, a preference. Usually it's a need and need comes from pain. And the pain is whatever unique blend of stuff you have going on that makes you feel like you need to lose the weight. You need the boyfriend. You need the money. You need a new job. You need to do this. You need to do that. You need to make this go away. You need to make this thing come in. It's, you know, you see, right, without without that, uh, without that pain, there'd be no attachment. So it's always important to recognize recognize attachment, be willing to explore where the attachment is coming from. Because the more you can transform a white hot burning need into a mere preference, the much easier it is to manifest. The type of energy we're in when we just have preferences for things, um, as having this human experience, you would prefer this or that, prefer to do this with your time or whatever it is. Again, what you prefer, the things you prefer you personally based on your personality and all these different things, your life experience. That energy too, it's easier to manifest a preference. It's much harder to manifest a need. Preference is super easy because you just prefer. There's no huge attachment. You would just like to see it. It would be nice kind of energy. That's a good energy. And when you're in that energy and you're not looking for the outside to change to make you happy or heal your pain, all of the things that show up, you enjoy them a lot more because you're already feeling pretty good. And it's nice that it shows up. Yeah, you know, I feel really good about my body. You know, I know my weight gain was a reflection of some shitty energy and I worked through all that. I lost the weight. And you know, I do. I feel I feel better now about how I look. And it's okay to prefer your body a certain way. No problem. Yeah, it's nice to, you know, there's lots of things I like to do that cost money. It's nice that I have this money here. I know money is not the key to happiness, but it's nice a nice feeling to just know I can write a check for my bills. I don't have to worry that I don't have enough money. If something were to come up an unexpected expense, it's nice to have that money sitting in my bank account. That's nice. But you're not looking for money to, to take away all your deep-seated survival caveman fears about death or whatever, right? It's just you enjoy things a lot more. You enjoy a relationship a lot more when you're not looking for your boyfriend or your girlfriend to heal all of your emotional wounds, give you the love your mom or your dad never gave you, and and, and, uh, constantly stroke your ego and uh, boost your self-esteem. You're just sharing your life with this person. You're on this journey together, and you like that you have this person to hang out with. Imagine how great relationships can be when we're not looking to that person to fix our whole life for us, and we're pinning every ounce of happiness on them and everything they do or don't do. Got a bit off topic there, but my point is really we want to reduce attachment as best we can. And like I said, this is one of the biggest sources of it. You see the manifestation as a condition to getting all of this other stuff most likely. And then of course you're going to feel attached if you think that, you know, the 50 other things you want in your life cannot happen unless this thing happens first. So attachment in the world of energetic transformation, it's never, ever going to serve us. It might serve us in the world of forcing change through action, and that's not a fun way to do things. You've probably done that long enough already, and this is what one of the reasons why you got into a teaching like this. This seemed like a more pleasant way to go about it. So be willing to explore your attachment. Know that no condition needs to be met in order to get anything that you want. Whether it's a specific sort of thing, it can come any other way doesn't matter how much you weigh now, you can get a great boyfriend. A lot of the things you think you might need money for, you might not. You might be able to get them for free or some other way. Or you're looking for the experience, uh, there's a deeper emotional need you're looking for this experience to satisfy, and you can get it a million other ways. So the more, again, the more that you recognize that nothing, no condition needs to be met ultimately to get these other things, you could still want the stuff. You could still want the money. You can still want to lose the weight. No problem. It's fine. But that attachment you feel to it, 
that deep, deep sense of need and panic and anxiety that's all obviously compounded by not just wanting the thing in and of itself, but wanting it because you think, again, you need it to get 20 other things that you want. That starts to fade away. And all these needs become preferences. And some of the stuff, will you give up on it? It's quite possible because depending on the energy you're wanting it from, you might realize you don't want it at all anymore. But most of the stuff, most humans will probably continue to still want it. You'll probably still want to lose the weight. You'll probably still want to get married someday. You'll still want the money. Most people, right? Those major things will tend to still kind of feel like, yeah, I want that in my life. And again, that's no problem. But they'll become preferences, not white hot burning needs. White hot burning needs are very hard to manifest. Preferences, they're much easier to manifest. When you just manifest things you prefer, you'll enjoy them a lot more when they show up because you're already in a better space energetically. You're not looking to any of these things to fix wounds or, or make you happy or make solve this problem or whatever it is. You can just enjoy the money. You can enjoy the relationship. You can enjoy your healthier, more attractive looking body or whatever the case is, right? And, it, and it's just, it's cool. It happened and it's not a big deal. So yeah, so think about that today. If you feel a great degree of attachment to something, is this one of your issues? Do you see this manifestation as a condition to getting other stuff? Are you willing to consider the idea that that's actually not true? Are you willing to consider that a lot of the specific things you want, there's other ways to bring that energy into your life? And again, it doesn't mean I'm giving up on those representations. It just means I'm open to having this energy show up in my life in whatever way is going to be best for me. Maybe it'll be this way that I'm thinking of. Maybe it'll be this channel that I'm thinking of, but maybe it's something different. But ultimately, I'm after the feeling. So I'm, if I'm open, I'm ultimately going to get what I want because I'm going to manifest something that matches that energy back to me and I'll be hunky-dory. I'll be just fine. So yeah, that's it, guys. I hope you enjoyed this. Have a great day or night. For more content, uh, a listing of my audio courses, which if you like my podcast, you'll like those, and uh, information about my coaching, head on over to livelifemadetoorder.com. Bye-bye.